Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life, from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome, and let's begin. Hey, what's up, Life Masters? This is Stefan James from Project Life Mastery, and I'm here right now with my beautiful fiance, Tatiana, and today we're gonna share with you how we first found our first products on Amazon that we started selling that ended up making us around $10,000 a month. So if you're watching this and you're a brand new seller, you're looking to get started selling on Amazon, we know what it's like to be at that beginner phase. Uh, we know what it's like to be a little bit nervous or anxious or that unknown or that uncertainty or that excitement that you might have uh, to first launch that product. So we want to share with you our experiences, what we went through to find our first products and even beyond that with our second products, third products and fourth products and beyond that. So that way we can share our stories and maybe help you guys with that phase of what you might be in right now, what you can expect and maybe our, our experiences can help benefit you. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to go first? Yeah, sure. So I will I will mention first that when we first started um, selling on Amazon, there we didn't use tools like Jungle Scout or Helium yeah. 10 or all those tools that help you save time during the product research phase. So we did it all manually. Um, the hard took, way. The hard way, yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. recommended. The way where you can have human errors when you're calculating using your calculator. And it's just those tools are going to save you a lot of time and be much more accurate uh, when you do your product research. So I recommend doing that. But I started um, my business when I first, okay, my first product. How did I find my first product? Well, <laughs> um, I went through a course called The Amazing Selling Machine. We talk about it a lot. And in that course, they instructed me as my homework to come up with a list of 10 to 15 products, viable products options that I would be interested in private labeling. So I did that. I came up with my list. And you went, just to kind of clarify too, when you first started this, did you have any ideas around what kind of product that you're going to sell? Or were you no. just like, I have no idea what I'm going to sell the no. course. I'm and, just going to go through the course and help. I did not. And it's actually an, uh, an advantage to not know what you want to sell. And I'll tell you why. Because a lot of people who do start this business, they go in with an idea, a fixed idea on a product that they want to sell. Something that they love, they use it every day, they think it's amazing, they're like, wow, this would be so good online. Then they go and they go and private label this product and sell it on Amazon. But guess what? That was their opinion. That's not the marketplace's opinion. Yeah. And when you're selling on Amazon, you're 
if you think a product is great, that's awesome, but you have to check in with the marketplace. Yeah. What do the Amazon customers think about that product? And so oftentimes people think they have a great opportunity, but there's no demand on Amazon and then they fail. So when you don't have a, a product idea in mind, it can actually be a beneficial thing because you go in with an open mind and open to new ideas, open to different products. And so I didn't have anything in mind. And so I just kind of made a list. I didn't even know what category I wanted to sell in. I liked pets. I liked beauty. I liked health. And um, so in with my list was, I think I had 15 products. But because I was on such a tight budget, I was in school. I think I was in school full-time. At the, yeah, I was in school full-time at that time, working as a server to make to pay for school <laughs> and um, did not have any 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 room any wiggle room you know just paying my gas was stressful <laughs> so um, I did not have a lot of money to invest but I did save $300 that I said you know what I'm going to go for it I'm going to invest this $300 aside from the course so $300 for my initial inventory and um, and so out of those 15 products most of those products I couldn't afford because to to invest in that initial product, it might be $3 a unit or $4 yeah. a unit. And I didn't have that type of money. So I looked at my product list and I said, what is the cheapest product out of all of these products? And there was one product that was 20 cents a unit. And it was a, called a cognac sponge. They sell them at Sephora today. Super popular. So 20 cents a unit. I said, okay, perfect. 20 cents a unit. I can get 1,000 units for $200. And then I have $100 to pay for my air shipping. Perfect. So I went with that product purely because it was the cheapest product. It was all I could afford. But there was still some demand for that product. And therefore, it was a viable option. At the end of the day, I wasn't really expecting much. I was just saying, okay, I'm just going to use this product to learn from it. Because that is always a key takeaway mm -hmm. is to remember that this is a process. This is a learning curve. Once you learn it the first time, you learn from the good, the bad, the ugly, the mistakes, the successes, and you take it with the, and you implement that in your next product. And that's what helped me with my next product, making it more successful. And then my third product and each product thereafter becomes more successful because of those experiences. So I did that. I found my product, launched it on Amazon and I was making sales. I started to do well, but because it is such a, you know, a, it was selling at $10 a unit, not much potential there. Now when I look at products to sell, I look at what is the potential for me to price this product at a higher ticket? Is there potential yeah. for me to increase the product price? And if you look at my products today, the waist trainers on Amazon, there are waist trainers selling for $15 and there are waist trainers selling for $60. My products, I'm the only <laughs> one who sells for $60. But the potential for me for that pricing variation is there. Yeah. And with my first product, there was no potential. So I started to make some money with that product. And once I started to pocket some of that profit and save it for a new product, yeah. my next product, because I could have invested it back into that product, but I knew that there was just not that much potential there. And so I was ready to move on to my second. Yeah, that's awesome. And I'll share with you guys my story as well, because um, we actually went through the Amazing Selling Machine together, um, this back in 2014. And for me, I already had experience building my own online businesses. I was already doing Project Life Mastery, this YouTube channel, uh, had success publishing books on Amazon. But I originally got into it because Tatiana wanted to. 
<laughs> and um, we were going through the training together like separately, but at the same time. So we both had a goal to launch a product on Amazon. And we had a little bit of a competition, like who's going to yeah. launch it first. And so she was actually further ahead than me. And so like that motivated me that, okay, I got to step up a bit. I've got to put some more work into this so that I can catch up with her. So we both kind of started it already having full-time yeah. jobs, work, businesses, other responsibilities, which I know many of you guys are also in that same situation. So we just had to manage whatever free time that we, we had to put into it. But having that that like competition was, was fun too and it kind of pushed us a bit more. Um, for me, I, I kind of had an idea of a type of product that I wanted to sell. I knew I wanted to do something around health and fitness because at that time, um, I was doing a fitness competition. I was either... I think like in I the middle of it or finished, finished it. it. I think you finished it. Yeah. So I think it was, I, I just finished a, a fitness competition in 2014 and I was thinking about, you know, I, I was really passionate about fitness, still am, but at that time I was like, it was my whole life. Um, and I was really thinking like, what's a product that I could sell that I could get behind that I'd be excited for something that I use already myself. The product that I was kind of thinking before I even joined ESM was a water bottle and, mm. uh, not a good idea, like she said, so to actually kind of go into it with that thought because once I actually went through ASM and I went through the training and it, I did the research on it, it was just not a smart product to start with. Um, it could be a great product for some, but you know the research that I did, it just wasn't a good one. So for me, I actually looked at um, all the existing products that I was using myself. And so I thought about maybe selling a supplement because I love supplements. I take a lot of supplements. Um, there's a lot of supplements I was using for my fitness competition, a lot of fitness ones such as amino acids, uh, uh, L-carnitine and CLA and a variety of different supplements. And so when I was going through Amazing Cell Machine, they have a criteria of what they recommend. Um, and so I just kind of followed that criteria that they had. Um, I already had a lot of experience with an online business and selling on Amazon, like I said, publishing books but I still wanted to go through this with an open mind and not allow my existing preconceived notions and all that kind of influence my decisions because I, I, it was a new business for me and I really had to humble myself and say, you know what, this is brand new. I've never done this before. These guys are the experts, so I'm gonna trust the process that they've laid out and, and, and just kind of follow that. So I made a list of 10, 15 products. I had a spreadsheet of what they recommended. We didn't have Jungle Scout at that time. I think Jungle Scout was brand new or wasn't popular back then. So we had to, man I manually went through like all the different listings and products that were selling these different uh, products that I brainstormed. And, and by I, the way, maybe we should mention also this spreadsheet that we have, mm -hmm. um, ASM, they provide this spreadsheet for you. And inside the spreadsheet, you have the product link, yeah. you have the category, all the you factors have the you BSR, know. the selling price, profit the margin. profit margins, all of the information you need to know laid out in front of you. Because that's important to help you narrow down that list and make you an educated decision. Yeah. So it probably took me like two weeks as well. And it was like, it could be so much faster today with Jungle Scout. But back then I had to go through all the listings and pull their bestseller ranking and the number of reviews that each product had. I had to pull all that and manually kind of fill out the spreadsheet. Um, but anyways, I, as I was going through this, um, there were some products that I saw that had a lot of potential, but I, I, I thought it would be, just be a little bit harder for me to get into as a beginner. And so I was actually more looking for a product 
that didn't have as much potential. Like I knew going into some of these products, it wouldn't make me as much money, but there'd be a there'd be kind of like an easier starter product for me because I was already thinking one step ahead. I was already thinking about what would be the next product that I'd sell after this one. What would be the third product, the fourth product? And I had this vision of having like a whole supplement brand mm-hmm. that would have many products. So I just kind of made a list of those products that I would eventually sell and I just looked at the easiest one for me to start with because I knew I could... I could um, Kind of like use that to launch my second product, my third product. So the product that I picked was um, a supplement called L-carnitine. Okay, L-carnitine, which is an amino acid that I was taking every day, multiple times a day actually for my fitness competition. And it helps with fat loss and muscle recovery and just increasing your endurance when you're working out at the gym. Very simple product, just one ingredient. Natural. It was, yeah, natural product. Um, once I found that product and I started researching suppliers and researched it, I found out I couldn't source it from China or outside of the US um, because there is some FDA regulation and there's a little bit more requirements for selling supplements. It can be a little bit more tricky than other products. So I had to I had to kind of spend more time figuring that out and learning it. But I ended up finding finding suppliers in the United States. So I was sourcing it from the US. Um, and I the way that I, I was like really also thinking about this product. I got to differentiate myself somehow because it's just the same ingredient as everything else. Yeah, that's tough. And and so I I actually asked all the suppliers. I really wanted to make sure it was a really quality supplement. Like that's one way I could differentiate, but most customers aren't going to know that. So what I actually had to do is I had to like interview these suppliers and ask for like there's certain reports and information that they provide on how they manufacture it. And so I actually had to research supplements quite a bit and I had a friend in the supplement industry and I had him kind of go through it just so I could determine out of all these suppliers, which is the best, the best uh, manufacturer for this, which is going to be the best, highest quality one. So that was important for me. And then the other thing that I was also planning for was um, like how I could stand out with the packaging. So supplements mainly stand out through packaging. So I had to have really great packaging uh, designed for it. Um, and just kind of differentiate a little bit in that way and just other things I thought about with my listing. So those are things that I also thought about um, getting into this was just not, you know, like I, I really had to kind of take a scope of the existing products and how I could stand out mm-hmm. in different ways. And that, that first product ended up making me up to $10,000 a yeah. month. Um, but it was very actually, there's things I learned from that. I'll share with you when I go into my second product that yeah. helped me um, that I learned from that experience. So one thing I think is worth mentioning is that for you guys who are looking into getting your first product, one thing I tell people is don't go for something that's ingestible or topical because ingestible, like these have more of a liability risk. And when you're first starting a business, you just want to eliminate your liabilities and you just don't want to go in that direction. Like, yes, maybe down the road, but as an inexperienced Amazon seller, just go with a simple product. And so I would not recommend supplements. I wouldn't recommend skincare because topicals are also something, remember anything that you put on your skin can get put um, penetrate into your bloodstream. Amazon knows that they've got really restrictive policies around people selling topicals. Um, so just keep it simple. The simpler the product, the better. So I say like, if you can get like a plastic kids bowl, a washable plastic kids bowl, you know, like 
simple simple products better for yeah. first time for your sales. first one and then like as you have more experience yes. then you can yeah like for me i had more i had money that you know most people don't have when they're yes. first starting out and experience, and experience. with business and you all have that been too an so on online business seller for yeah. so long you've been you know 10 8 years at the time 7 years with yeah. your business yeah so yeah, it, it, like that's one thing you got to factor in. It's not that you can't, but for your first one, it's not recommended. Yeah. And that's why a good course can help you. And um, some of these categories can be a little bit more tricky to get into now as well compared to when we got into yeah. it too. So you also got to factor that in and make sure that you have the right information that's relevant to mm-hmm. um, Amazon today. Um, but yeah, you know, just kind of going back to that product, the main way that I sold that was just through Amazon ads and for ranking it for its keywords. So I was really good at knowing the keywords for that product too. Um, I did all the research on that and how I could rank it on Amazon. Uh, so that, that was also an important thing. But the product, the biggest challenge that I faced with it was um, just, it was very hard to differentiate and stand yeah. out. And so what I learned from that first product, even though it made up to like 10, 10K a month at a certain point, what I learned from that helped me so much because then my next product, which was CLA, conjugated linoleic acid, which is another supplement I was taking at the time. When I researched that, it just had way more potential. Um, my third product was BCAAs, branched-chain amino acids, which also had more potential. And then my fourth one, a testosterone booster, had way more potential because the products before that, it was hard to stand out with. It was like the same ingredient as everyone else. But the testosterone booster... It was like a blend. So I could kind of differentiate, have my own unique blend for it, which allowed me to sell it for more money too, a much higher ticket price than I could with the other ones. So you learn from every product. You learn from every product that you do sell. But one thing that you also learned is that supplements have an expiration date. That's right. And if you overstock your supply (laughs) on Amazon, that's all going into waste, right? So you have to make sure you're very conscious about how much you stock. Another problem, the testosterone booster, there was one ingredient, not harmful for you, it's a natural ingredient, but it's an ingredient that's not banned by FDA, but banned by Amazon. And so because of that one ingredient, Stefan had to remove his inventory from Amazon. He couldn't sell that product on Amazon anymore. Forced me to create my own store, which ended up being a good thing, but yeah, that was something that'd be Yeah, so that's why you do have to do your homework. You have to make sure that you know exactly what the ingredients are in the products that you're sourcing. And that's why it's just, you know, to pick a product that doesn't have ingredients, you know, pick yeah. a water, not a water bottle, but you know, a simple product that does not have ingredients for your first product. It's going to save you so much time and give you peace of mind. Yeah. So, do you want to share your yeah, second product? Yeah, I'll share product, with you my second and- product. So with the experience for my first product and a little bit of extra cash, you know, now I didn't have the $300. I had maybe a couple thousand or a few thousand dollars saved up from the profits of that first product. And I think that's important to say because I think oftentimes a lot of people, once they start making money on Amazon, they pay themselves really quickly. And it's it's totally up to you whether or not you wanna pay yourself. But if you wanna scale your business, if you want to grow your business, the best thing you can do is reinvest that money back into the business or save that money in the business to reinvest it into a new product or something else within that business. So for me, I reinvested all of the money from the business for I think two years. And that was really important because that's what helped me because I didn't have I didn't have money. I like the three hundred dollars I started with is all I had. That is what led to now me making millions of dollars every year. It was from that initial three hundred dollar investment of just reinvesting profits, reinvesting profits. 
And so now I had at this point a few thousand dollars saved up. And so I said to myself, okay, I can go for a higher ticket product, a product that has more potential that would help me profit more because the higher the ticket, oftentimes the higher the profit margins. And so at that time, I saw that there was this trend going on. I was very aware that it was a trend. And um, there was this, ladies, you probably know, this mascara called Unique. And it was this 3D fiber lash mascara, really popular at that time, no longer popular. It was a trend, no longer popular. And now what's popular is eyelash extensions. Screw the mascara, we can just give you false eyelashes that are permanent. Um, so. I saw that trend and I said, why don't I become one of the first Amazon sellers to sell this product? Because at the time, Unique was one of the best selling products. I don't even know if they sold on Amazon, but they were selling for like 30, 40, 50 bucks for a mascara. It was insane. And so I said, what if I could private label the same product, super high quality, and sell it for $15? And so I was taking a risk and I was aware of that. But I said, I'm going to do this. I've got this. I... So I didn't go and make a whole new list of products. I went in with the intention of doing this product. And upon doing research, I thought, I discovered that yes, there is a possibility that this could go really well and I could make a lot of money. There's a possibility that this could go really bad and I could lose everything, but I was willing to take that risk. And so I invested in this product. The problem with this product was that it's a topical product and there's a liability risk. You're putting a product so close to someone's eye Potentially it goes in the eye and if someone has a reaction or allergic reaction, they could sue you. And so now in hindsight, I would not source a product like that, especially um, overseas. I sourced that product from China. They had the FDA certificates, all of the certificates they needed, but still it's sourced from another country. And so I recommend to people, if you're gonna be sourcing supplements, ingestibles, topicals, source them in the country in which you are going to be selling in. So if you're selling in the US marketplace, source in the US. If you're selling in Europe, source in Europe because they're gonna have different regulations. And um, I was kind of naive about that. And I thought, oh, it'll, it'll be fine. And so, I sourced from China, had all the documentation. It started doing really well. I think I was making over 10K a month on Amazon with that product and great customer reviews. Everyone loved the product. It wasn't for everyone. There were certainly some bad reviews, um, but the majority of people loved the product. The downfall was um, that that product, just like supplements expired, that product, if it's stored at Amazon for too long in not the right conditions, it dries up. So after maybe a few months, someone would receive the product, they'd open up the mascara and it'd be dry. And they say, I just paid for this product and it doesn't work. So that I would waste some inventory that way. And then I had this one instance where my best friend, she got an allergic reaction to the product and her eyes went blood red. And luckily it didn't happen to any customers on Amazon, but that was all of a sudden the red flag that it, it took me that instance, that moment of my friend sending me a picture of her bloody red eye, where I, I freaked out and I said, okay, I don't wanna sell this anymore. I don't want this liability risk. And so I basically sold out of my inventory on Amazon and I moved on to my third product. Go into it, <laughs> share it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, these, these products we don't sell anymore. You know, yeah. my supplements I don't sell anymore either. And you know that that's because I mean, you could I could still sell them, and you could have still sold those. But when you find a new opportunity that's better, and you're building a brand around it. So these other products we never really built a brand or anything around it. Um, I kind of did a bit for it, but um, you know, like 
you're, you're making more money with your, you know, your now product and brand. I was making more money with other things that I was doing. So, you know, with, you know, you can actually, we learn from those products to lead us to these other opportunities. And I think that's something that a lot of people don't think about. They think that their first product has to be that product forever. And it doesn't. Most often it isn't. Sometimes it is, but most often it isn't. First products are just like you learn from them and you find better products as you go. And then you eventually find the one that you want to turn into a brand, a business that you love, you're passionate about, and that can provide the most for you. Yeah, there's so many opportunities. It's amazing. And you can have multiple brands. If you can learn to really outsource and automate one of your brands, you can move on and build a second brand. Like, for example, if you build a supplement line, you have all the people in place to run that business for you. Now you can start another Amazon business in a different category. And it's just like, like I said, it's learning the process and then repeating it. It's yeah. really simple. Not much has changed since we started. Yes, Amazon has a few different policies, but the overall process of selling on Amazon is quite simple. So the best and most important thing is to learn the process, learn from the mistakes, learn from the successes, try it again. And it always gets better each time you do it. So um, the third product I decided to sell is a waist trainer. And how I discovered that product was more of a personal experience at the time with the mascara, I remember that I said, you know what, I'm just not going to reorder inventory. I'm just going to sell out of the mascara. I'm just going to like take a little bit of a break and just kind of breathe a little bit before I move on to my next product. And I think that was a good thing to do because then I didn't like become obsessed about, okay, got to find the next product, got to find the next product. I just kind of reflected and I don't know, just worked out. And one day my mom came up to me and just talked about um, wrapping her stomach. We were talking about fat. We were talking about belly fat. And she was telling me how, oh, you were always a chubby baby. And um, she was basically telling me how what worked for her in terms of losing her belly fat was wrapping her stomach with a cloth. And um, she would do this three months after giving birth for three months. And she swears by it. She did it for both her pregnancies. Her mom did that as well. So I did some Google research, you know, Google, love Google, and discovered that wrapping a cloth around your stomach is actually called waist training. Nowadays, we call it waist training and you don't have to use a cloth. There's actual garments called waist trainers that you can buy. So I started to waist train and I saw great results from that. And then I said, okay, wow, why, you know, I, I, I was thinking about sourcing another product on Amazon at this time. And then I said, well, why don't I just see what I'm buying on Amazon? So I went to my Amazon shopping cart and all of a sudden I started seeing all of these waist trainers that I was buying. And I said, well, if I'm buying all these waist trainers, then maybe this is a viable product. Maybe there are other people who are interested in buying these waist trainers as well. So here I didn't just assume, right? Like just cause I'm buying waist trainers doesn't mean that the marketplace is. So I did do my research. I said, okay, let me see. And so I researched and I saw that there was a lot of demand for this product on Amazon and there still is today, but there's a whole lot of competition and it's not a product you want to enter into as a new seller. It's, there's a lot of competition here, but I again decided to be bold and despite everyone telling me not to do this product and the main reason was because it's a product that needs to fit you perfectly and that's so hard to achieve let alone achieve it on Amazon and so you have to have different sizes you have to have a really great size chart there's going to be a lot of returns a lot of wasted inventory and there was just a lot of risk with this product again but I was really confident in this product because I knew I could market it. And so that's something also to think about when you're doing product research. Can you market this product? 
because the product can be great, right? You could have the best product in the world, but if you don't market it, if other people don't see it, they'll never have the opportunity to buy it. And so it all is in the marketing. And I knew that because I personally had a great experience with this product, I had before and after pictures, I was passionate about it, I could speak well about it, that I could market it really well. And I knew that I could do that through social media. And so when I compared this product to maybe some other products on my, on my first product list, yeah, those other products were safer options in terms of they had, you know, maybe less competition, fewer reviews, you know, just a simpler product. But I just saw that I just knew that this product would do well for me. And so I decided to go for it and I found I did really good research with manufacturers because one important thing is to find a great manufacturer that's going to work with you. And I found a manufacturer that was able to work with me and edit things about the product. You know, like because I had been a user of this product, I knew personally what was bad about the product and what could be improved. And so I looked at my competitors listings and I looked at their reviews and I saw the negative reviews and what those customers were saying. They were saying that the class straight, they were saying that it's uncomfortable. They were saying that the torso size doesn't fit. And I took all of those negative reviews. I sent them to my supplier and I said, can you fix this? And the supplier, because I did research and I found a great one and I developed a relationship with that supplier, they were able to improve the product for me. And it didn't happen all at once. You know, my first order, I kind of just private labeled the product. I chose the color pink. I have no idea why. A few different sizes and I sold it on Amazon and it did well. But every time I reordered inventory, I improved the product. Every single time I reordered inventory, I changed one thing about the product. Costing me a few pennies extra to do that, but it made the world of a difference and it differentiated me from all of the other Amazon sellers. And that's why when you go to Amazon, most people are selling this product around 20 bucks. I'm selling it at $60. I think I'm the highest priced product on Amazon because I know the value of the product, the quality. So anyways, I can go on and on about this product, but yeah. that's I, I how think, I got it. Yeah, and I think what you'll notice is just the experience that was gained from every product yes. that allowed us to do better with each product that went on. Um, the first, you know, it, you wouldn't have been able to start with a waist trainer no. when you're first starting because there's a lot more expensive as well. Mm -hmm. And you kind of had to start with a smaller product to make money from that to get to that position where you could take advantage of that opportunity for the waist trainer. Well, my first, the cognac sponge, my first inventory order, like I said, was $300 with the shipping. Now my inventories are hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. I would have never been able, you know, obviously I didn't start there, but that's what it's grown into. And I wouldn't have been able to start with that. I think my initial inventory order for the waist trainer products was I think three grand. That was the initial inventory. So I would not have been able to start with three grand versus $300. That's all I had at the time. Yeah, and I think also for these products, as you gain the experience, you look at how you're going to market it. Like you saw the potential on YouTube and Google and influencers and, and, and it, like you see the opportunity that not just on Amazon, but how you're going to market it and sell it and build a brand that'd be possible yeah. through it. And same thing for me with every product that I ended up selling. I just, I saw the pros and cons of each once I started selling it, the reality of it, I guess, the challenges that came with it. And then that helped me um, for the next product is I, I, I guess increase my criteria for mm -hmm. what I needed to be able to be successful with the product. And so um, that's something that you just learn through time, through experience. And 
you know, we can share with you our experience um, when we first started. And I think the thing that we always recommend and say if you follow any of our content is get a great training program such as Amazing Selling Machine that can guide you through the steps, walk you through it. It's still the best thing out there. Get a tool and software like Jungle Scout that can help you do the research. And then just get started. Get started whatever, you know, when you go through ASM and you make your list of products, pick one. Pick one. It might not be the best one. There's always going to be a better product out there. But with the level that you're at when you're starting, just pick one, get started with it, um, and then learn from that product. And sometimes it's a huge success, a huge winner. Other times it might not. It just might be like what we did and made a couple thousand bucks a month. And that's okay. That's still a huge win because of the experience of what you gain from that. It's going to help you move forward in your business. So um, we can talk more about this. Maybe we'll do some other videos like this for you guys if you're interested. Uh, I want to encourage you guys to take out, check out Tatiana's YouTube channel, Tatiana James. I'll link to that below. She does a lot of great videos on e-commerce, Amazon, Amazon. Shopify. Um, so check her out. Subscribe to her channel. Uh, subscribe to my channel for more information on selling on Amazon, building your online business, uh, affiliate marketing, self-development mindset, a lot of stuff that I share here on Project Life Mastery. Um, and also, if you want to get started selling on Amazon, I'll link below to a free training that I have. If you go to projectlifemastery.com slash FBA, it's a free training that I have that has some of my best step-by-step videos and content on how to get started selling on Amazon, more about amazing selling machine, product research, all of that is right there in the description. So check it out, guys. Otherwise, thank you so much for being here and watching this, and we'll see you again in the next video. Bye, guys. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon.